You are listening to the She Leads Me podcast, episode number 44, with Stacia Kennedy, speaker and influencer marketing expert. You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible female business owners and leaders, tools for you on your personal and professional journey, and needed conversation and education to equip you with the tools to forge your path in today's world. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women who are seeking a different type of conversation, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Leads Hey, thanks for being here. It's Heather Simpson, your host of the She Leads Me podcast. I also happen to be the founder and director of She Leads Me, which is an organization that is devoted and dedicated to serving you, the professional female, on your journey. So thanks for being here today. Hey, I wanted to say thank you really quickly to those of you who have helped make our t-shirt campaign a success thus far. As you heard last week on the show, and if you follow us on social media, we are we have launched a t-shirt campaign, limited edition, that is raising money and funds for the National Diversity Council and Join Campaign Zero to fight the good fight against racial injustice. So thank you to those of you who have participated. And if you want to check it out and see what we're doing, you can follow us on social media at she.leads.me on Instagram, or you can check out our website at sheleadsme.com. Today's guest, Stacia Kennedy. She is an online marketing launch strategist and coach. She is obsessed with teaching others how to make a living from anywhere in the world through the power of social media. That probably sounds nice right about now to a few of you or maybe a lot of you that have had income impacted by the current restrictions of COVID-19. So listen up. She started her career working with a prominent realtor slash developer in Seattle who wanted to stay on top of mind with his past clients using social media, helping him generate millions of dollars year after year. Since then, she has been able to help hundreds of other entrepreneurs, coaches, and consultants brand themselves and close more sales by guiding them to execute and implementing the latest marketing strategies. So if 2020 has gone for you like it's gone for me, COVID has really poked a lot of holes in my business. And Stacia has a lot of awesome things to share with us today to help guide those of us that are finding ourselves at an interesting time where we are having to reevaluate and also really reconstruct how we do our business. And for those of us that are looking to maybe do something new or that, quote, secure job that we thought was super secure turned out not to be when a worldwide pandemic hit the fan. So we are excited to introduce to you Stacia Kennedy and all of her amazing wisdom that she has for us today. Okay, hello, welcome, Stacia. How are you today? Great. Excellent. Yeah, thanks for being part of the She Leaves Me podcast. We are so excited to dive into you and your story and talk about what you do because our fellow female listeners are looking to tap into other people's brilliance to gain insights and to gain a motivation from. And so we're really thrilled that you're here on the show. Why don't you go ahead and start with telling our audience a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. My name is Stacia Kennedy, and I am an online marketing coach slash launch strategist. It's 
as if you can say that. Um, I hesitate with the launching strategist just because a lot of people hate the word launching. Like they get exhausted when they hear the word launch, but I like to try to help them make it fun so that all you need to do really is just to show up and be who you are and, you know, present your message. And uh, that's kind of basically been my zone of genius over the last 10 years. I've been lucky enough to work with six and seven multi-millionaires as well as two all entrepreneurs from all walks of life, from coaches to real estate to, um, you know, just all kinds of different businesses. I actually work with a comedian as well, too. Wow. <laughs> a lot of fun. But um, anybody who really needs uh, to get their message out on the internet, um, like we do here, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so basically, I take their genius and help them monetize their brand and get it out there onto into the social media worlds, whether it's from live streaming to YouTube and taking that, that piece of content, however they feel comfortable getting their message out there, whether it's a podcast like this one or something, and taking really like the brilliant nuggets that come out of it. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what happens, but brilliance just comes out of me and I know it comes out of you and all the people that I work with and, and being able to pr pr promote that all over without having to be all over, basically. Uh, an omnipresent basically presence is what I do. That sounds like such a blast and so much fun. Like you sound like you have a lot of fun with your job and the people that you get to work with. <laughs> how did talk to us a little bit about how you found that that was your zone of genius. That's not something that you can necessarily go to college for and get a degree in. So how did, what was that journey like for you? Tell us a little bit about how you came to find what you do. Sure, I can go way back actually, uh, speaking of um, college, like I actually went to the Art Institute of Seattle and I have a degree in graphic design, which sometimes I think, well, it has nothing to do with I do, what I do now, but it does kind of actually have everything to do with what I do now because I don't necessarily consider myself a full on like brand strategist, but I do have an eye for design. And so I'll take certain things from a, from one of my clients' brand, and I have a team that, I guess I could call myself an art director. So when I went to school, it was like you have a designers and you have art directors, and I feel like that ended up being my zone of genius because, and this all, again, happened over time. Like I don't, you don't just wake up and say like, yeah, I know what my zone of genius is. It took me 10 years <laughs> to figure that out. But um, when I got started, uh, of course, I went to school. I was actually a single mom and um, finally finished school. And that actually a two-year degree took me four years, but at least I finished. And I just, all I wanted was to be able to say I finished something. Yes. So my last two years um, took a little bit longer. I, you know, I didn't go on the full uh, spectrum of classes and took one or two classes to finish the two-year degree in a four-year period, but glad I did that. And then I um, was trying to just figure out what I wanted to do. So here comes Facebook, here comes uh, social media and videos. And I uh, was filming, a, I had, a, I don't know if you remember those flip cams. Mm -hmm. I had a flip camera and I filmed my mentor speaking at a nonprofit event. So I was mm -hmm. going to breakfast, lunch and dinner, networking events, and, you know, basically out there in, in a hustle, basically trying to, 
either figure out what I was doing or, or selling different things and connecting people, going to these different networking events. And uh, I was filming my mentor speaking on a, at an event. I loved his message and his story. And I put it on, um, I just plugged it in my laptop and put it on Facebook and tagged him in it and said, check out this guy's story. He's awesome. He's a realtor, uh, developer, you know, came from nothing from Vietnam over to the U.S. And, you know, his mission is to help, you know, give back to his community. And he started building homes for the homeless. Uh, wow. So he got, you know, became one of the top producers and just, you know, he was laser focused in that mission. Um, and I was just very curious. I came from a curious mind um, and, you know, asked him what, you know, how he got started. And from the books that I have read, people always said, you know, Tony Robbins always says, if you want something, you duplicate what someone else already has done. So I went with that mind of like here being really curious uh, with my millionaire mentor. And he saw that I did this and posted it and he called me and said, how did you do that? I need someone to do that for me. <laughs> so basically I became the behind the scenes of a Gary Vaynerchuk type of situation <laughs> and I would film him while we were, you know, in the car, going to appointments, I would ask him questions and I would just get it on Facebook or, and YouTube, we started a YouTube channel just so that he could be on top of mine. Um, and then people, he, his friends and everyone else started referring me to people and it, I got so busy and ended up creating my own, creating my own economy. And he really brought me up to, to do that and be an entrepreneur as well. Well, he basically groomed me out of the job because I was like, I probably can do a lot more and make a lot more money of consulting. And as I'm doing it on the side as a side hustle, um, I'd rather actually start a family, you know, and, uh, and actually work from home and do all of this before the whole pandemic and everything. I wanted to be home. I didn't know my life or my dream situation was actually what we get to do now. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how I got, I all got started. He would just refer me to so many people that I was like, well, let me make a video about it. Or people would ask me questions and, and I realized I could, you know, go on to, you know, create my own um, system through YouTube and make affiliate commissions as well as, as well as have my own business coaching and consulting. Um, and then I just started doing it for a lot of my really cool friends and um, people who also just became coaches and mentors in the same space. And, and they were just like, wow, you just to be able to have someone who knows the uh, online world and not have to train someone and not have to think about it. Like I start, just started creating processes and systems for them because hiring a uh, assistant or a virtual assistant sounds really sexy and sounds really great and easy to do. But if you don't have systems and processes in place and be, to be able to explain that to them, or if you don't have lucky enough to find someone like myself who already knows what you already need and anticipates those needs, um, you can really be disappointed in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that part of your story comes from doing the hard work, which resulted in becoming a referral-based business, which a lot of people, especially with like trying to generate leads online, which are very effective, 
a lot of people, because it's so immediate that you can get content out there, expect immediate results. And you were finding your success based off of showing up, doing the work and doing it consistently for a long enough period of time to gain those referrals, to build some street cred, if you will, and to be able to start working with other people, which then built up your resume more and more. And then also gave you, it sounds like a diverse amount of businesses to work with, to work through the different nuances of those businesses. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And yeah, that's amazing. I, I love that because I think that too many people are looking for the quick fix, the quick, like, how do I make this? Like, you know, you, you mentioned people with businesses, multi-millions of dollars, and that's what people want. They're like, yep, I want that. But then are like, oh, but I have to do all of those things first. I don't know about that. So yeah, I literally was doing, I mean, everything and everything. I, I mean, when I left, I was, I mean, I wasn't, wasn't only just his marketing and, you know, it sounds sexy, right? You're the marketing and social media person for him. But I literally, I don't know if everyone really knew that I, I was that, that was my title, but I also was personal assistant, go get, you know, this, go get lunch, go whatever it needed to. I was like, I didn't even care what you pay me. Like I just wanted to be near him and wanted to be able to get that vibe and learn from him because he was a multimillionaire. Um, and then, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize that. I don't know. I would call it, I guess, a hustle mentality that I have where I'm just like, whatever it's going to take to help grow the company, whatever I could like, you couldn't pay me like, I mean, it didn't matter what you paid me because I just wanted to learn from him and learn what it took. And, um, and I wouldn't trade that for the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I don't think a lot of people really realize that. So for instance, I want to really like express that, that, uh, that lesson. Cause I was, I was coaching a, a student of mine and she was like, she wants to be a um, social media, you know, coach or, or a, a V. She wanted to actually be a virtual assistant slash social media. She wasn't really sure. And I was like, okay, well, how many people have you talked to? How many people have you like, you know, uh, connected with, with a proposal or filled out resumes and things like that? I'm like, okay, now, now I know you also said that you had someone in mind to maybe trade some services. Because in the beginning, you might have to trade some services to get some testimonials and social proof. Mm -hmm. um, and prove your, your experience, you know, and if you don't have any, you know, you might have to do that in the beginning. Um, and she was like, well, so-and-so had, you know, said that they would, but they didn't get back to me. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you do? The next thing you should do is, is just take initiative, just take action. Like uh, another person that I got the attention of, I didn't wait for him to give me the instructions. I actually just went and said, Hey, you know what? I did this for you already. Like I just took the action and said, I, I took his video, one of his videos that he posted and I took a really great promo, um, you know, spot of the video that I thought would be great for him and just did an entire little branding little package for him and said, take a look at this. What do you think? Like you can use it if you want, if you don't like it, you know, you have feedback for me, let me know. But I just, he, he was so humbled that I actually took action without him asking. And I think that's what really impresses people. If you want to work with someone or if you really want the job, like what are you going to do to make yourself different than everybody else? Right. Yeah. Because it's so easy to just like, 
throw up a social page, but if you're waiting around, like you're not, you're not going to find people. Like they're not going to come to you. You have to go make it happen, make it happen for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know if this is relevant, but I just really wanted to share this. This actually just happened to me recently where I'm putting together this desk in my office and I go to Ikea, you know, I go to Ikea, take the picture of the thing that you need yeah. and it tells you how many legs and what the pieces are, where to go find it in the aisle. And I didn't realize I have a tiny Prius. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't fit all of the things that I want in my Prius. So I'm going to have to just buy this one table and then we'll come back and get the other table. Well, the next day that I went, I didn't realize that when I went to go, I went back to the same aisle. I knew what I needed to do, but I was missing a leg. And I went back and I was like, oh no, I miss, I'm missing a leg. We got home and we put it all together. I'm like, oh man, I'm missing a leg. So I go back down there and they were sold out. Sold out of that one leg. I can. Oh. I had this like corner table, so it wasn't just you think four legs. You have four legs on the table, right? <laughs> well, the table that I have has a corner, so it needed an extra leg, and I didn't realize that, and I wasn't paying attention. You know, of course, that's like why you have people who like review things for you, or you hire a mentor right. to build things for you. So I'm like, this is a whole lesson, right? So I go, and I'm like, man, the guys like we're completely sold out won't have another one or another shipment until like next month. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. So you can either, you know, take that information and be like, well, I'm just not gonna be able to put that table in. Or you could be obsessive like me and go on there and you're looking for these different options and I'm being resourceful by going on the Craigslist and seeing if anyone else has a table like that or a leg and then I see a picture of a table that has a drawer instead of a leg. And I'm like, oh, that would be so perfect. It would be so perfect to have instead of that fourth leg, I don't need, actually only need two legs for this table and then the other side will be held up by the drawer. And it worked out even better than ever, right? So mm -hmm. I wanted to share that. I guess I'm really cool. I was excited to share this with you because it's like, what do we do when crap comes at us and you just like accept it or you can go find an alternative and maybe the alternative is even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that due to the current state of COVID <laughs> and the world, I think that a lot of people are being presented with similar challenges and lessons there, right? That you've learned while building this table. And people are in this interesting place where, you know, we don't have the normal tools that we've had in the past and we do have to figure out something different. And so are you just going to sit around and wait for things to quote, go back to normal, or are you going to take ownership and take control of your life and whatever that, that is impacting, whether that's your home life, your life with kids and now you have to homeschool or if it's impacting your business and really having to figure out like, okay, this is not the table, right? That I thought it was going to be, but how do I take this opportunity to find out something better for me? Exactly. You either roll with it or you find something else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
So how has COVID impacted you and your business? Has it shifted anything for you? What's, what has, um, you know, you're somebody that's consulting other businesses who are assumably, you know, freaking out to some degree and level. Um, I know that in the businesses that I consult that that's definitely been happening. So how has this pandemic shifted that's your the best business? thing that ever happened to me in my life. But, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like bursting at the seams when you're asking that question. Yeah, share, share away. Oh my gosh, this is like the best thing that has ever happened in my life. Like, seriously. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like people or people in my sphere. I mean, like I said in the beginning, my, I started my business by referral, but there have been definitely times where I've had nothing and I've like been down in the dumps. Um, literally in February, I was going through a divorce. Like mm. I'm literally on a brink of a divorce. I like left and like, I'm here in San Diego now, but I, um, you, you had mentioned Seattle. I'm actually, all right. I'm actually originally from Honolulu, Hawaii. So that's why the flowers. So we'll tell another story about that. But <laughs> I um, moved back to Seattle and that's where my parents, my mom lives and wanted to be around my family. And all my friends live in Seattle, Washington. So I was like, I just need a break. I go to, to, um, to Seattle last summer. So 2019. And so I'm completely like starting over um, trying to figure out my, my thing. Like I'm so talented. I have a lot of things going on, but really, you know, when you hit with that kind of a relationship, you know, personal thing, I didn't even know I was going to go here, but <laughs> you know, you don't want to do anything. I'm not, you're just like, so I, I never really felt that depressed before. And you're going through that. And I just wanted to be near my friends and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things started to shift and things were starting to get better. I was um, working with a few of my friends, like a little more closely, helping them with their business and, and doing what I do now. Um, and then we started to, you know, try to work things out. And then in February, came back to San Diego. Um, and then the pandemic just like right in around, I mean, it was starting to come on, but like March, like really like full right. blown. Right. But um, things just started to start popping for me. Like people just started coming out of the woodworks and saying that they needed this and we needed that. And I was in a position, like I've been there where some of my students are right now, where they're like, I have, I'm like broker than broke, like don't know what to do. And I'm like, you have so much talent. The problem where is the problem that I had is I wasn't asking for support because I was always the one giving, giving, giving. What do you need? I can do it. Like I was doing all these things. And sometimes in the beginning, like you said, like it's all about the hustle and you have to like do whatever it takes. But then there's a time where you need to slow down too and figure out like, you know, what's what's best for you too. And I don't know what happened, but like, I don't even know if you can explain it. I just started working with higher level clients that, I mean, I already was, but I, maybe it was, I just didn't realize that I was, getting to choose who I wanted to work with, you know, because sometimes in the beginning, you're like, I will work with anybody, whoever's going to give me some money. <laughs> sure, yeah. And then maybe there was something that just clicked in me and it was like, oh, you know what? I do have value. I do like the things that I am doing are helping create six and seven figure big businesses. I had a client that recently we did a five day challenge and just working with her for the first 
month and a half and preparing for the challenge and over the five day period she made $26,000. And that, that gave me the confidence to be like, okay, now I get to up my prices. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's like a matter of, like you said, like, you know, you picked it, picked it up. You're, I'm taking action. I'm helping them. And then, then from that level, you can start, you know, calling in the cash and, and, and demanding higher prices when you're more specific about exactly what you do. You can actually, you know, say, this is what I do and you're clear and you're specific and this is what I charge now. So yeah, I mean, things are just like, I, I've been investing more in myself too, personally and coaching. And like, I've never, I, a lot of the things that I did were more like bartering. Like I, I had a lot of connections and, and these uh, coaches that I would, you know, and, and like my millionaire mentor, but I never, but there's something different when you actually like invest in yourself to it. I mean, I was always investing in myself and learning but at a higher level and investing in my, with, you know, putting your money where your mouth is too. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a whole nother level shifting and it's all been happening in the last six months too. Where I've made the most money in my whole life. <laughs> That's amazing. And so then COVID hits, so you move to a new area, COVID hits and you're in the middle of this transition. Like your business is really ramping up and you have kids, you said you're a single mom. So what, I mean, I would assume that some barriers would pop up for you to try to stop that momentum from continuing to go and to kind of, you know, distract. There's a lot of things that can pop up and distract and, and uh, it's just a matter of if you turn towards that or not. So, you know, what? 2020 became the most glaring year. And that when someone, someone told me that when they pinpointed it in the beginning of the year, 2020, I was like, the year of 2020 vision, I was right. like, oh, oh my God, you're so right. Like I'm, I'm taking that, that that's my word or whatever. Like, I know yeah. that's so cliche, but like, yeah, 2020, <laughs> I was like, I'll take that one. Mm -hmm. um, my, I have an older son who's 19. So when we moved, um, when all of this stuff happened, he was just graduating. So thank God, like, I don't even know how these kids are, are handling it. Like being in the middle of like graduation or like close to it. Right. And, schools just all crazy but he graduated last year so perfect timing we move um you know I'm getting more clarity and I also have a three-year-old daughter so huge dynamic right and it's like it, it's I don't even know how but yeah there's these distractions but my older son I don't really have to worry about like he's a video editor he's like totally me in like the sense of like He's just, you know, he's a tourist like me, stubborn, like can do it on his own, you know. Yeah, and I'm then, dating one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one, she's like way different than him. He was so chill. Like I take him everywhere. Her, she's like a ball of fire. Like, like we gotta go, go, go. And um, so yeah, there's a little bit of that that was going on, but. I don't know how I was able to get it together. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I have such great support system, you know, I have my mom. Well, and like, yeah. What you said, like you just are clear, like you committed to that despite what showed up in 2020, you committed to that perfect vision and nothing was going to stop you from seeing it that way. And 
that's what is happening for you, right? So it's, which is amazing. I love it. I love that 2020 is having this impact or that you are having this impact on 2020, really, right? Like you're not allowing the things that are coming up to get in the way of the mission that you're on, which is incredible. It's really yeah. incredible. Congratulations on all of your successes this year. Yeah, you're welcome. So what is a day in the life look like for you? You have a three-year-old, you have a 19-year-old, you have this business that is growing and booming. How do you spend your days? How do you prioritize? How do you organize yourself? What does a day in the life look like for Stacia? <laughs> um, well, Mondays usually I keep it at like kind of an open, well, sort of an open day. It ends up being more like private clients and things that I want to do with my for my own business. So mm. private clients catching up with all the things that were happening during the week. Um, but it feels like one like certain like I have students and clients where I coach, but I also have clients that I feel like are more like business partners. So I have um, several meetings that I was in this morning from a real estate investment marketing firm that I'm a partner with, um, another company that just hired me to coach their students uh, on omnipresence. Um, then we have this interview today. Um, and so I guess in the morning, it, it's, it's kind of a, a growing process, but I, my intention is to do some type of learning or um, meditation type thing. So actually this morning, <laughs> this is kind of funny. I actually, because I set up my new desk and everything, and this might be a little woo-woo and weird, but I did get some, my friend and I came into town this weekend and I got new crystals. Um, and actually it's a clear quartz for clarity. <laughs> Speaking of clarity. And I staged my room. So this morning it was about staging and... <laughs> It might be weird to some people who are listening. No, clearing the energy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Clearing the energy in the space, in this room. And um, then I went into meetings and meetings and then lunch. And then we might go to the pool later and take my daughter out to the pool. Because actually this will be my last meeting for the day. And then the rest of the week, I was looking at the calendar as I was connecting with some of my um, clients and, and uh, updating the calendar for the week. I, you know, I have some international clients too. So I actually just love what I do. So I literally don't care if I have to wake up at six in the morning. Like I made myself mm -hmm. available and that's how I want my business to be is to be available for people at different times. So I, have, and I like waking up early because then nobody else is awake yet too. So I have a 6 a.m. Right. call um, and different coaching calls and during the week and moderating different other people's calls too that's what one of my clients said. You're like my security blanket. I just need you to be behind the scenes and make sure that everything's <laughs> running fine. So that's that's what sounds I like a great, well-rounded week. I yeah. love it. I love it. So you mentioned about like investing in yourself and the importance of like developing yourself as a person so that your business can grow. I love always asking our guests what like books that you've read or resources that you tap into regularly, like you mentioned hiring a coach, like what do you do for yourself to make sure that you are growing as an individual so that your business can grow as well? I have so many books right now, especially people have been sending me books. Like one right in front of me, it's called The Surrender Experiment. 
hmm. my journey into life's perfection, which is funny because my mentor is a marketing and sales coach and he sends me, you know, spiritual books. <laughs> yeah. So there's something about that, right? Yeah. And I, so I have a mix of like books, spiritual books, slash like straight up marketing traffic secrets, like mm. click funnels, like Russell Brunson, like those kind of, kind of guys. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so much. Like literally there's so there's a lot to consume, but like make sure, right, you know, as a CEO of your business that you're able to, you know, just chunk times where you can focus your time and where, where it's needed. Time blocking. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I live right. by my Google calendar. So yeah. when you popped up on my calendar, oh, yep, that's where I'm going to be. <laughs> so you help coach and train people about, you know, building an, an online presence really, right? Like through content, you help people kind of work through that. And we didn't really get to dive into like too much of like the how to's um, and we can have people connect with you directly. But if you could maybe let us know like your top three tips of advice for the female listeners that are here, um, about how to show up online, what would those, what would those be? Very simple. Actually, I give people three things and this is, was magical. These are like three magical things that I, that have stuck with me that my mentors have taught me. Number one, get your message out there. Whether it's doing a podcast like this, like, or emailing your list, you don't have a list, doing a video, going live, like pick your platform, pick your type of content that you'd like to to do it's not you know a lot of us not a lot but there's some a lot of females that don't like to get on camera which i'm like oh why just get on camera (laughs) (laughs) but if you're not a camera person um you know if you're a good writer like write if you're good at speaking you know maybe but not on camera do a podcast transcribe that video or you know that audio into a written piece um, do whatever is more comfortable with you that you're going to stick with and you're going to be joyful around. Because if you're not, you know, excited about it, then what's the reason why even do it, right? But so number one, get your message out there somehow. So number two, create a community. If you can create a community, this is a great way to sell more things. Like you can do it without a community, but um, that's it's. I think it, building an audience and a community is going to be super beneficial to whatever you do. So number one, get your message out there, create a community, and last but not least is make offers. If you don't make offers, then how are we gonna make money? How are we going to um, be able to provide for our family and do the things that we wanna do if we're not making them every single day, whether it's you know just at the end of your emails, you're like, P.S., I have this thing that might help you. If you like this training, if you like this live stream, give them a call to action, tell them where they can go, tell people um, where, where they can buy. It's basically, if you don't do that, if you don't make an offer, it's like you having a store and telling people don't come in because I'm not open for business. Like you want to make sure that you're telling people where to buy from you. The only difference between the people who are making money and the ones that aren't not, is they just, they don't have an offer. They don't have a clear path uh, that says, here's my buy button. Go and buy from me. Mm-hmm. Put a buy button on it. Love it. 
So amazing. So we have these top three tips from you. We want to direct people to connect with you individually so that they can learn more from you and work with you. Where do they go to do that? You just go to stashakennedy.com or find me on Facebook. Great. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for listening to this episode of the She Leads Me podcast. If you enjoyed the show, would you do us a big favor? Would you head on over to iTunes or wherever you are listening to the podcast from and leave us a five-star review and some comments about your experience? We greatly appreciate it and it would help other women like you find our podcast.